The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Welcome to episode 207 of Amen, Brother Ben's, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. Uh, We're in day four of Summer in the Psalms. Oh boy. I don't know if you've noticed we're in day probably 10 of me sounding like I'm pinching my nose on the microphone. Ugh. These sinuses though. That's right now my big struggle. You know, we're in the middle of some imprecatory psalms, some psalms that cry out for God's justice and healing. And I'm over here like, my sinuses are clogged. Woe is me. But there are times when we do have real problems, more than just sinuses and I don't feel so great. More than um, somebody was mean to me, someone cut me off and shot me the bird in traffic. My husband or my wife is dumb. Normally it's like, for instance, I did something dumb this morning and my wife is just like, I married this, I chose this. Lord help me. Sometimes there's little things, sometimes there's big things, but no matter what you're going through, the Psalms is a great place to deal with them emotionally. Uh, Hopefully you've been following along with us. The sermon is up as if you want to catch up on what we've been doing with somewhere in the Psalms. Um, We have daily readings for you every day. Today, day four, you're supposed to be reading Psalm 10, 11, and 12. Now these Psalms, they are more of some similar uh, principles, ideas, and emotions uh, that, that David is dealing with. These are Psalms of David. Um, and he asks a certain question. He lets his, he vents a little bit in these, but he always comes back to worship, which is something that I think we can learn. Now in Psalm 10, again, I hope you read the whole, I'm not gonna read all of these Psalms. This is That's for you to do in your, your time of devotional reading, so to speak. Uh, But I do want to kind of skim through some of the major plot points here. And Psalm 10, it kind of get, this is, (laughs) this is one of those Psalms that confused me the first time I read it. So if you ever read some of these and you're like, I don't know how I feel about this because this kind of changes things and makes me feel different ways about God and about my life. That's okay. Right. But Psalm 10 is one of those that, Made me feel some sort of way for a couple reasons. First off, it's one of those Psalms where, like I told you before, you can't read them like uh, this is the gospel truth, right? Like when Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes from the Father or to the Father except through me. We can't go, well, that was, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's how he was feeling. No, that's the truth. That's what happens, right? But Psalm 10 starts off by David saying, oh, Lord, why do you stand so far away? Why do you hide when I'm in trouble? Do you think God really hid when David was in trouble? Do you think God was actually any farther away from David? No, but it felt like that. It says the wickedly, uh, arrogantly, the wicked arrogantly hunt down the poor. And he starts, so he's, he's telling God what he already knows, but it's the truth. He says, let them be caught in the evil that they plan for others. Ooh, I was like, okay. 
First time I read this, I was like, I could, I could pray like that. But he goes on to talk about these evil people. I don't know if you've met anybody like that. I'm sure you have a person's uh, name or face in your mind uh, that you go, man, they're just, they just, they fit the description of what Psalm 10 is talking about. They're too proud to seek God. They think God is dead. They seem to do well, even though they cheat people, even though they, uh, they are greedy, even though there's curses and lies and threats in their mouth and there's trouble on the tips of their tongues. They always seem to do well. They think nothing bad will ever happen to us. And so David spends a lot of time complaining in this Psalm, uh, but he ends with worship, right? He ends by asking God to do some stuff, arise, punish the wicked. Don't ignore the helpless and break the arms of the wicked. Go after them. And again, I, I was reading this the first time. I'm like, you can pray like that. That's awesome. By the way, some of you, if you're going, I don't know if I could pray that God would break somebody's arm. You do realize if he doesn't need to break their arm, he won't do it. I think I said that recently. Like sometimes it's, I get, I can't remember if I talk about it in a sermon or a podcast, but you know, don't worry about, uh, asking too much or praying against somebody that might actually not be your enemy. Uh, cause God will be like, you know what? I'm going to ignore that. You're an idiot. Okay. So he'll let you do that. But uh, he ends that Psalm with praise. Then Psalm 11 is, is just nothing but a reaffirmation of what God is doing, right? I trust in the Lord for my protect pr- protection. Um, the Lord still rules from heaven. He watches everyone closely examining every person on earth. The Lord examines both the righteous and the wicked. So he's in one Psalm. He's like, Oh, why does it feel like people are getting away with this evil stuff? But then he goes back and says, but I know God, I know that you're a just God. I know that you're right in ruling. Um, and then in Psalm 12, he, he asked for the Lord's help, right? He says, help, O Lord, for the godly are fast disappearing. The faithful have vanished from the earth. By the way, I know that it feels that way sometimes. I know you think that you're the only person that is walking you know, closely to God. You're not. That's kind of an arrogant thing to think of. And there's more churches out there doing it right. There's more Christians out there living and there's more good people. Uh, well, not, they're not good, but they are living righteously uh, through faith in Jesus than we, I think, like to admit. I think the enemy loves to separate us from people that could encourage us and inspire us. By the way, that's why church is important. That's why getting in a small group or having even just specific Christian friendships that you make time for in your schedule is so important because the devil wants to isolate you. I <laughs> I hate to do this, but it makes me think that we were watching uh, a while back where the, my wife was watching Harry Potter and the part where uh, I can't remember which one it was, but one of the, the girls tells Harry, I think that Voldemort, which is the enemy, obviously, uh, he wants us to think we're alone, but we're not. And I was like, Ooh, truth bomb. Wow. I'm not going to preach a sermon on Harry Potter, but you know, the point is we're not alone that there are other good, good, uh, things happening around us. And even though it seems like there's violence and evil all around us, we have to trust God in the middle of all of it. So this is pretty, these are pretty, uh, kind of bold Psalms that we're going to be reading today that, um, pull no punches with God about what David was feeling, about what seemed to be the truth. 
And this is something that you and I have to choose to uh, believe and and build our life and our and let our happiness and our joy and uh, be based on what we know to be true, not what we feel to be true. Because there are days that I don't feel certain things that I know yesterday felt felt right. But today I've just got something different. I just feel differently. Someone said something to me. I get deflated or I get aggravated. And I got to realize that these emotions aren't everything, right? And uh, we God can handle our emotions and our frustrations. So don't, don't hold back. God would rather you uh, let off a little steam in prayer, tell him what you think, but make sure that we're circling back to worship. That's again, uh, that's, it's a very similar theme to what we've been seeing lately. And uh, I think that that's, you're going to see that a lot in the Psalms. And so that's Psalm, a little kind of overview of Psalm 10, 11, and 12. I hope you read it. I hope it encourages you today and we'll keep going tomorrow. If you have any questions, by the way, about to get out here without telling you that. Have any questions? Love to talk to you about the any Psalm that you find uh, interesting or confusing or whatever. Pastor Ben at lovesiler.com. You can shoot me an email, leave me a voice message uh, on the website, amenben.com. We'll see you tomorrow.